Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye-bye. Hey, Brendo. Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Quick reminder, uh, tomorrow, the numbers don't lie. If you want in on that. If you want to apply the going in raw math formula on Dave Batista, then you can do that. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, $5 a month. Plus you get that. You get all the bonus content plus at $5 a month. If you listen to the show on your little phone device thing, uh, you get bonus shows and everything ad free in the audio realm. You can import your RSS feed into whatever app you use to listen to podcasts, except for Spotify. I do not believe it works for Spotify, but I haven't checked that in a little while. Maybe they changed that. Um, if you simply want the show ad-free without bonus content, you could pay $3 a month. Go to goinginraw.supercast.tech. Leave a link in the description of this episode. $3 a month. 
none of the ads that we read and none of the other commercials that run during the show in the audio realm. Uh, so there you go. And there you have it. A W the first A W dynamite after all out tonight. Uh, I thought, uh, was a solid show. Uh, they, uh, uh promoted, uh, CM Punk is going to be there talking what he did. And we got an idea as to w- what his first feud's going to be. And it's, it's amazing. It's well, dream scenario for you. Yeah. Well, you know, teach their own, uh, Brian Danielson showed up and uh, and and challenged the top the number one guy in the PWI 500. Yep, yep. And yep. Uh, and Adam Cole uh, had a promo said he's going to have a match next week. Uh, all that and more. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. Do us a favor if you're watching us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, hit that subscribe button. Congratulations to us. We passed 197 thousand. Only took subs. us like three years of kind of. Getting in the territory Milling about right, <laughs> and uh, and we're on the road to 198,000. Look at that, uh, short term 197,024. Wow, on the long term road to 200,000. Maybe wow. sometime if we get that by the end of 2022. Wow, what's gonna happen first? Us getting a 200,000 or WWE's new TV deal contract getting signed? I mean, based on how long it took us to get to 197, I would guess the new TV deal. But, you know, we've had some good growth of late. I'm hopeful that we'll get 200,000 subs before, was it 2024, whenever the TV deal is up. I think we've been doing great. I think we've been doing great, too. I had a picture I capped from, when was this? Oh, let's see if I find it. It was like our subs. Oh, here we go. When was this from? Uh... This says May eighteenth, twenty twenty. Uh huh. We were we just reached one hundred and ninety four thousand. So it's like three thousand over the past year and a couple months. Oh wow! I thought it was so, a long time since we've been trying to get past. It was one ninety six. We, we we'd always kind of bouncing back and forth between. Maybe it was one ninety four. We were always bouncing oh, maybe between or something. Anyways, whatever. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're happy we're, to have one ninety seven. Yes, we're happy to have a sub. <laughs> we're happy to have just one. Yes. Yeah. And of course, we're going to be doing that uh, 48 hour stream at 200,000. So let's talk about. I want to talk about that. I'm totally joking. Uh, you got to be careful putting AW stuff man. out there like that. People are like, oh, a 48 hour sub sounds great. Or, I know, right? Like everything I'm talking about has been manifesting lately, Larson. It's so crazy. I talk about talk Kevin about it. Kevin Owens somehow showing up in AEW and then, if I watched our show earlier today, we talk about that. Uh, and then I, we talked about me and fear and loathing here in the chat, talking about how great it'd be if CM Punk, uh, took on team Taz. We got CM Punk taking on team Taz. Now I need to watch it, man. You do. You do. You're gonna start manifesting things like you're like Dan Aykroyd in Ghostbusters, you know? Hey, Hey, I'm going to bring this up on air and put you on the spot, buddy. All right. I had a great time with you here today. It was good. I appreciate your hospitality. You had the mic all set up and the little granted. It wasn't, I was afraid it was going to fall bad. apart. I was like TV tray, but nonetheless, it was something for me to, to, you know, do something on. (laughs) I imagine you walk in, I don't know, figure it out. (laughs) Steve. Okay. Do you have a mic around here? Yeah. (laughs) What are you going to do about it? (laughs) Listen, man, so many people are so hyped about that. Yeah. I don't want you here all the time. What if we talk about once a week, like on a Monday, the Monday show, we'll talk about it. We'll talk. Let's just talk about it. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm, I'm, I'm able to manifest stuff. Throw it out there. Yeah. 
Get we'll some donuts. Get some donuts. Oh, that's bad for my health. Getting donuts. That's just week. for me. Oh, all right. I don't have any. But if they're there, <laughs> I'll, I'll eat donuts. them. I'll get donuts. I'll get donuts. Hey, hey, Larson, you want a donut? Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't. <laughs> What'd you think of Dynamite tonight, man? I thought it was all right. Um, I was kind of hoping for a little more, a little more development in certain areas, but it was a perfectly enjoyable show. I know they're building to the, uh, a huge show in a couple weeks' time. We've got some pretty huge matches lined up for that already, and I suspect we'll get a, a few more that they've teased, uh, confirmed probably next week, talking about the Elite versus Danielson, Christian, Jurassic Express, and Kazarian. Five-on-five five tag match with it. If, if it's announced, it'll probably main event the show. Um, and that'll be pretty huge. Be Brian Danielson's first uh, AEW bout. Uh, Adam Cole's going to be in action next week. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, there's nothing I could sit here and, 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 and necessarily criticize. It was a fun – well, I guess I could criticize MJS promo. Um, uh, <laughs> but all in all, you know, I thought it was a fairly enjoyable show. Let me ask you this, because some people have brought this up in our chat, and we've generally said, nah, we were cool with it. But given that, you know, seeming all out was a, a pretty groundbreaking show. Mm-hmm. Um, it had a big show feel to it. <clears throat> Not the big show, a big show feel to it. Some people have asked us, hey, do you think uh, all out was too much? Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Given that, just hear me out. Given that, if we're comparing this, for example, to like traditionally one of the most exciting shows, hasn't been lately, but Raw after Mania, where, you know, during its best phase, like the, you know, uh, mid 2010s, you'd or mid to late 2010s, you'd get uh, call ups, you'd get surprises, returns, debuts. Would Daniel Bryan making his debut on Dynamite tonight? have made the show feel as important and it really wouldn't have taken much away from all out. Do you think that would have been a smarter move? Um, I think Adam Cole's promo kind of, so his promo tonight was a bit of an introduct- introductory thing. You know, he says, Hey, I'm all elite. And he laid out his case. Why? For those who might not be familiar with his work. I imagine a lot of people who watch AEW probably also watched NXT. That's just my supposition. You look at the ratings, it doesn't seem to be the case, but a lot of people DVR their wrestling and watch it later on in the week. Um, but it definitely seems to be the case where Brian Danielson, because he was on main roster, because he main evented wrestle, two WrestleManias, is, you know, no disrespect to Adam Cole, the larger star between the two of them. And so I don't think... In, the, in terms of mainstream wrestling fans, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson is is a larger star than Adam Cole is. And again, no yeah, I don't disagree. Adam with Cole. That. Adam I don't disagree. Great. Yeah, um, it's a normal thing to say. Yeah. And now, so it's a situation where we always kind of guessed it would be a situation where Daniel Bryan, Brian, I used to call him Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson know, would I'm come out way. to confront Kenny, and then it'd be Adam Cole there to spoil Danielson's debut. They did the opposite. Mm-hmm. Where you have Cole come out and you're like, oh wow, the elite they they're leveled up now. What is AEW essentially going to be able to do to compete with the elite now? Enter Brian Danielson. Ah, you know now there is a force in AEW that is powerful enough potentially to counter the elite. So the balance of power isn't gone too far to the elite now. I think it's all you know in terms of having go down in one segment in terms of, of doing that balance of power, I thought it was pretty well done. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and if you want to make a huge splash, 
get maximum buzz going for your show, you just throw it all out there. I know yeah. people could say, well, you do you do Danielson at All Out or Cole, and then the other on Dynamite, or you wait till the New York show or whatever. And and yeah, you can make that case. But AEW's never been shy about moving things along. Mm-hmm, yeah, you know when they have stories they want to tell, they move them along. They tell the stories and move on to the next thing. They're not afraid to do that. I think if you really want to, I think there's two things they could have done to really establish some buzz for tonight's show. Number one, better usage of CM Punk. As much as Steve loves, and I love oh, Team it's ha- Taz. It's, it's happy to be there, Phil. It's happy to be there, Phil. It's a uh, it's greeter Phil. Yeah, it's a it's, uh, it's hey everybody, welcome to AW Dynamite. Wow, what a great crowd. We're gonna have a great show for you tonight. Uh, who do you guys want to see me face next? You yeah, no. over there in the audience. Who do you want to see? Yeah. Uh, Pillman. Oh, okay, good. And Linda, what's going on? It's happy to be there, Phil. So what you do is with happy to be there, Phil. I hate that I'm saying this, man, because I love Team Tass so much. But you give them a real threat. You you make a dream match immediately that everybody's dying to see now. For example, Adam Cole versus CM Punk. Uh, you tease that. You have two of the biggest things in wrestling, the elite with Adam Cole, and you got CM Punk. If you really want to build buzz, you smash them together in night one. People will be talking about Agreed. that. Agreed. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The other thing I think they could have done is sort of what I was I was asking you about. Because Adam Cole was the unknown. Yes, that was a huge moment at all out. And I'm not sure I would have changed it, but I suppose you could have done Daniel sent it all out. You basically take the segment that we saw tonight uh, where Danielson confronted Kenny Omega, then they attack him. You have uh, Christian, Kaz, Jungle Express all uh, make the save. And then tonight you do all that, but you do that at like all out. And then tonight Danielson confronts Kenny Omega. Adam Cole shows up and that's your huge moment leaving uh, uh, Dynamite. 
tonight so that mm-hmm. you do have that big Raw after Mania dynamite after all out feel yeah. to it. Yeah. Those are possibilities. I think the first scenario is probably one that would be better suited because, yeah, all out was mind blowing and you, they threw everything at you so that it was mind blowing. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the the better way to go probably would have just simply been you have CM Punk, right? He's happy yeah. to be there. Yeah. You lay him out. You, you make it so that the dude immediately has odds against him and not Taz ranting about to keep you keep my name out of your mouth. I wasn't talking about you. It was a goofy segment. It was a goofy segment, but it's that lacked urgency with, with with how Team Taz is, is kind of kind of operates in AEW. Um, mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I agree because right now Punk seemingly is on cloud nine about being an AEW. He's got to be brought down to earth a little bit, right? Yeah, and realize there's people gunning for him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we don't have that yet. Like Taz's whole issue was don't talk about Team Taz. I'm like. You do realize that any member of Team Taz, if they get a match against Punk, that's good for Team Taz. That elevates really Team good. Taz's profile yeah. immensely. You should yeah. want Team Taz coming out of Phil's mouth. You should mm-hmm. want that. And yeah. to argue about it the way he did, well, don't mention anybody in Team Taz. And Punk's like, I didn't tonight. Well, you did before, which is true. He yeah. did, but it was, just, it was an awkward back and forth. And I, I like Ricky Starks a lot. I like Powerhouse Hobbs a lot. I want to see them wrestle CM Punk. It's just Team Taz is presented as such a hapless faction in Why AEW. Are they still, they're still arguing with Brian Cage. Exactly. You said this during the pre-show, and I agreed with you. That match should have had Cage versus Starks should have happened three weeks ago on Rampage or Dark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like it's just it's done. I don't know who's going to end up coming out. It should be Starks coming out on top. Like 100%, it should oh, be yeah. Starks. Oh, I don't yeah. care how it goes down. That should be the finish, and that's done. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, man, I, you know, maybe, look, maybe they heard fans of Team Taz say, man, Team Taz really needs to be, I'm literally, I think on, it was either Wrestle Juice or our video today, I said uh, Will Hobbs is like criminally underused. I kind of feel like they're they're starting to rectify that a little bit. Yeah, they are. They are. Um, but that being said, uh, you're putting them in a thing with Punk when Team Taz hasn't really been established as that much of a threat no. isn't the way to go. Punk is a main event level name. Put him in there with main event level opponents. The danger has to be there for Phil, for him to be like, oh God, this might be no country for old men right now. I might be stepping in over my head because yes. I've got all these guys gunning for Phil. Especially in the beginning of his promo where he was like, hey, I was worried. Do I still have it? It was like riding a bicycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all is well. You got to bring yeah. him back down to earth, right? Quick, yeah, and and probably in a violent way. This is the nasty business of professional wrestling. You don't yes. belong here, you know, Mister Actor, if, comic book writer. If you're just happy to be here, and mm-hmm. again, I like Starks a lot. I think there's a potential for a lot of good back and forth between Punk and Starks. I like Hobbs a lot, but as you said. Team Taz just isn't booked as a real dominant force. They're not. He, here's the problem with this, too. Coming out of the other side of this feud, they're going to look even worse because Punk ain't going to lose anything to these guys. They they might get one beat down on them. They might get one beat down on Punk. Yeah. That's a possibility. Um, And then and then what are they going to do? Is Sting and Darby going to save them because they got respect now? And then you Probably. got Sting and Darby back with Team Taz? Yeah, yeah, we've been we've been over that before. What, what I was kind of hoping they would do because Punk has talked about it is, is teaming up with with Danielson. Mm-hmm. You know, put Punk in that yeah 
you know, the, the, the match at Arthur Ashe against the Elite. You know, have Adam Cole, have somebody from the Elite come out and confront Punk tonight. You know, have Kenny, have, have all of them come out and say, hey, I, I was in the main event. Have Kenny say this. I was the main event where I belong, but you tried to take my spotlight from my show. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not cool with that. And, and then beat him up. Yeah. Beat him main up. Eventers, main eventers should be mixing with main eventers. He's too big of a name for Team Taz. Um, and that, that, break, that breaks my heart. But I'm that like being Taz. said, I think, I think being in a feud with Punk will do Ricky Starks, Powerhouse Hobbs, a lot of good individually because being in the ring with punk even if you come out the losing end if you're involved in a decent program put out put on a good match with them you're being elevated a bit not as much as you would obviously winning the match but you're being elevated a bit by by being in the ring with with a star of that magnitude i don't in theory i don't disagree i just don't feel like they're gonna they haven't proven that they can't book team taz as sort of like hapless i know it's a it's a team taz thing i know yeah i know i know um. Anyways, let's it's just happy, go ahead and hop into happy it because what I'm, you were with the, that potential program. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, man. If they're gonna anytime they spotlight Team Taz, I'm happy about it. But I'm also realistic. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, man, Punk should be. You're right. He should be surrounded by the elite. But they're doing that with Danielson. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, so do it with somebody else. Just nobody on. I guess they're not. Hey, they're not doing him Cody Island. So that's good. Yeah. Well, that's that I spot's mean, occupied by uh, who was in this first match tonight, Malachi Black. Well, no. I mean, that's the thing, though. It's like. <clears throat> That's why you don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to get too deep into the fantasy booking stuff, but mm. it's like, could you, I mean, even Malachi Black. Let's say he was done with Cody Island by now, and he comes out and and, and he says, you know, what what are you doing out here, man? Like, mm-hmm. you're, you know, this isn't your world anymore. I, he, yeah. That could have been some killer stuff, right? Or even MJF. Yeah. yeah uh, instead, we're gonna talk about MJF here in a little bit. Here we oh. go. Uh, Malachi Black versus Dustin Rhodes. Kick things off again. We mentioned this during the pre-show. I kind of feel like. Uh, I don't know why it sounds like I'm bitching so much. I'm trying not to. A small thing, and I know you, I'm glad you're probably going to disagree here. Uh, Dustin Rhodes is getting too much shit in. This really should be Malachi Black just tearing this dude apart, limb from limb, from the get. It should have been that way with Lee Johnson, uh, and uh, and yeah. But uh, in any event, well, here's the thing, uh, Dustin Rhodes. He's the natural. He's been wrestling for what five decades or something like that, 80s, 90s, in odd. in yeah. five decades. In five yes, decades. correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. You know, he's this obvious, obviously is not his first rodeo. He's a what veteran. If? He's got veteran savvy. What I don't if? mind a situation like this where Dustin Rhodes, a highly decorated wrestler in his own right, gets gets a competitive match out of Malachi Black. That doesn't bother me. What if Malachi Black is a guy whose weakness is like the older a person is? Isn't that sort of a metaphor pro wrestling too? It's like they never really book legends like Sting. Can no sell. He's like fifty five years old. He can no sell like a power bomb through a, a table. table. Yeah, like the older you get in wrestling, it like it doesn't dis- d- diminish you. Like in yeah. every other sport, the older you get, basically, yeah, 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 you're diminished. What if like with Matt, it's like man, the older you are, so like it's some eighty year old guy could totally dominate Malachi Black. Arn Anderson can block a black mass. He yeah, has he problems did. with Dustin Rhodes, but you know it, he'd have to have squashed uh, Lee Johnson for that to be the case. Um, so yeah, uh, eventually. Malachi Black, uh, uh, sorry, Dustin Rhodes goes for a bulldog from the corner on Black. Black is able to grab the ropes and uh, and evade that. Dustin turns around, goes to the corner. Black evades. Dustin hits the corner and uh, he gets he eats a black mask square on the shoulder, uh, which yeah. puts him down for three. Or well, earlier in the match, match too, uh, Malachi Black pulled the 
cover off the turnbuckle, and that was oh yeah, that was important. The turnbuckle yeah. that Dustin ran into prior to the Black Mass. Mm-hmm. After that, we had a Lucha Brothers promo. <clears throat> Phoenix says they're finally tag champions. Penta says these titles cost them blood, sweat, and tears. And anybody out there willing to suffer is willing to come and try to take them from them. Um, after that, we had. I'm glad they're running this one back. Kingston and Miro. Um, I they were talking too fast. This is one of those video promos where one guy said something and the other guy Miro talked about icing his balls. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, but I'm glad they're going to run this back. I'm Same. glad that they're going to do this one Same. again. Same. Uh, if you want to highlight it, I know sure, you're a sure. Big Miro I mean, fan. it was they were both pretty quick little bits. So Eddie says uh, he and Miro kicked off all out. They went at it like two men do, and then Miro had to hit a low blow says we all know that God has no favorites because when he makes it rain it affects the just and unjust and Miro responds and yes said he had to ice his balls for two days he's going to present Eddie's bones to his bride and Eddie's soul to his redeemer that's a great that's, that's great stuff right there it is I just sort of sit there and I soak it in I don't bother because I, like, I know you're going to take the notes I'm like he, man this is just it's too like good. when Miro when Miro speaks it's my 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 natural disposition is just to sit there and soak it in but I understand I also have a job to do and I want to be able to, <laughs> to 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 repeat the words of the Redeemer as closely and as accurately as possible as faithfully to the Redeemer as yes, possible indeed after that we had a happy punk yeah uh, he comes down and he says uh, hey everybody Great to be here. How are you guys doing tonight? I want to thank Darby Sting. More importantly, every single one of you beautiful people out there. He says, I didn't know that I still had what it takes, but I assure you it's like riding a violent bicycle. And then there's a chance of you still got it. He's like, you know what else we got tonight, people? We got Minoru Suzuki, and he's taking on local Cincinnati maniac, John Moxley. Don't you love him? And everybody's like, yeah, we love Mox. And he's like, hey, want a shout out over there? Uh, Aunt Linda. So Brian Pillman Jr.'s Aunt Linda, who raised him when, you know, obviously family tragedy struck. Uh, he was like, you know, let me list off some names here. Ruby Soho, Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, the stars of AEW. He says, you know, the first person I texted when I left was my beautiful wife. And she said, baby, what's next? And I said, oh, you know what? I don't know. Maybe I should leave it to all of you, beautiful people. What's next? And some people are saying Mox because they're there and they just said Mox. Yeah. One guy down there says Pillman. <clears throat> and then, hey, 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 Punk, you, you down there. He's like, what the? F- are you interrupting me? Yeah, shitbag, tough guy. And he's like, don't ever interrupt me. Yeah. Ah, listen, you had a match and you were impressive. But don't you ever mention any of the Team Taz players coming out of your mouth. It's like, I, I didn't. I, I did. didn't say you did before. Don't do it. And then and Punk. Punk's like, he's like, fine, fine, okay, yeah, sure. Send me Starks. Send Hook. And the crowd goes wild. He says, send me Will Hobbs. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. And then he says, and any of them, well, what is it? Survive if they can. Beat me if you can. Survive if if I let you. He uses Taz's catchphrase. Taz's phrase. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man! So the whole thing was—it it was a tad awkward. It was a tad silly. 
Maybe a bit a more very team Taz uh, segment. Yes, it was a very a team very Taz team segment. Taz segment. After they had a, a brief Santana and Ortiz interview. They say they've beat FTR. Now they're focused on climbing the tag rankings and going for that number one spot. I'm a little bit surprised that they're not running the FTR thing back. I thought that there would be a rubber match because they're one and one, but apparently Maybe, that's I mean, not. they've still got a couple weeks till uh, till the Arthur Ashe show. It's entirely possible. I would. I just would have thought we would have heard that because FTR had a thing tonight with. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Who did FTR have a thing? It was uh, Dark Spears Order versus Dark Order. Dark Order. Yeah. Oh yeah, but Dark Order has their own thing going on. So they yeah, did announce they're going to do a Long Island show in December. Maybe they'll do something there. Yeah, it could be. Maybe. I don't it's, know. It just sounded, the video just sounded like they're moving on and now they're going to gun for the, but it's like the tag titles just changed hands. Yeah. It seems like it's going to be a long road for that one. But anyways, uh, Ruby Soho had an interview. She was interrupted pretty quickly by Britt Baker. Says, uh, you're going to be irrelevant once again when uh, Jamie Hayter beats you tonight. Ruby says, you know, Tony, I know Britt. I help Britt break in. She says, you know, Britt, you name yourself all these different nicknames so people don't see who you really are. And Britt says, well, you forget. She named the nicknames. And she says, you forgot one that's women's champion. And she says, what do you call yourself? The runaway? Why don't you run back to catering where you spent the last four years? Hey, oh, <laughs> that was rough. Oof. That was rough. Uh, and then uh, that's is that all that happened? Uh, Britt says <laughs> zoned out Jamie, after that because that, that was the nasty last word. Yeah, Jamie was going to win. And they leave, and then Ruby tells Tony, says, hey, I know that Britt is your girl, but I'm going to whoop her ass tonight. Yeah, that's what it was. That's, that's what it was. Uh, then we got Powerhouse Hobbs versus Dante Martin. Uh, this is a fun match. It looks like uh, Hobbs might have got his bell rung towards the end. He's a little woozy. Oh, was he? I didn't see that. It seemed like it. The, uh, Rick Knox was checking on him towards the end. There was <clears throat> Towards the end when uh, Dante was doing the insigiris off the apron, It was. it looked like Hobbs didn't. Like he was not positioned right or something. Cause I wonder if, if on the, the suicide dive or something or the tope, sorry, if he might've got his bell rung a little bit. Oh, maybe when he, when he got the one where he got his foot stuck in the ropes or he, he, he caught, he caught him with, with his foot in the ropes and then swung into the, uh, no, that was Dante that, that got swung into. Oh, the, okay. 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 No, okay. I think it was hop. I wonder, I just said, I wonder if on the, when, uh, when Dante hit that, uh, tope over hook. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. If he might've yeah. got his bell rung there or something. Oh, um, that could be. Yeah, that could be. I didn't notice. Yeah, because the end of the match seemed a little, a little, a little clunky. And usually, okay. you know, both Dante and Hobbs are pretty crisp. So up until yeah, I mean, up until that point, like uh, yeah, the was, you, you would think that the the clash and styles would present a styles clash. But uh, I thought they worked really well together. But mm-hmm. yeah, you might be right on that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, uh, Hobbs ended up getting the win with a massive spine buster, and he was kind of slow to make the cover there too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, he got the win. So hopefully he's doing all right. I just mm-hmm. saw a little chatter on, I think a chat here ah, prior to okay. the show about him could maybe, be. maybe getting hurt. Um, but I'll, 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 I'll look on Twitter and see if there's any talk about it. Yeah. Uh, so after that, well, uh, you know what, man, I've defended him before. I think that he's capable of a good promo, but what they're doing with Dan Lambert and the, the men of the year it's just not, it doesn't do anything for me at all. Yeah, it just, same. it falls so flat. He just gets up there and he rants. And I, when he was in, when he was doing this thing in impact, it was a lot more interesting. It seemed like they had a, they had him doing just more interesting stuff. He had a shtick where like he was a better wrestling fan than everybody else. 
Um, and I thought that's that's the direction they were going to go with him when they first brought Lambert on. But now it's just him like screaming nonsense about people not being men enough. And I'm like, just, I don't know. It's a bit, yeah, it's a bit much. Um, yeah. And it's, it's not, I don't really feel like it's going anywhere. It feels pretty aimless. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after that, this is kind of funny. They uh, did a recap of the kickoff show from all out where uh, Matt Hardy seemed obsessed with uh, shaving orange Cassidy's uh, head, taking his hair. And, uh, and so he reiterated that. And then uh, the best friends had like with all the intense music, you know, uh, Chuck just sort of whispers to Orange Cassidy and Orange Cassidy says, Matt Hardy wants to take my hair. It's pretty Whatever. Funny. Whatever. Whatever. All right. So after that, we have this MJF promo. Um, so he comes out and he says, uh, you know, prior to Sunday, I beat Jericho three times. I beat him again after I won. And he said, and after I won, my music hit the rat. The match was restarted because of extreme bias. Everyone in the back hates me because they want to be me. He starts. He, first, he runs down marks, Internet marks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like sort of the first sign of of what I call low hanging fruit. It's just like a lazy way to criticize to, to be a heel. The thing about MJF is that he can be a terrific promo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes the content is just a bit trying to be edgy. Yes. He can be absolutely fantastic. And in fact, tonight when he, uh, when he instructed Wardlow, because you know, obviously this is going to reach a boiling point at some point. Totally. Totally. He says, that that he was says, the best part of the whole, of the whole segment. Was, it was the best part Yeah. because here's the thing in life, in real life, the people you want to punch, the people you want to see get punched are the people, for example, at grocery stores coughing on other people are people with that sense of entitlement. And it's usually just day to day shit. That is that makes life inconvenient for others or these days, especially makes life unsafe for others. It's that kind of attitude that makes a real heel. And so when MJF, who we know, we understand in kayfabe is paying Wardlow to do his bidding. When he treats Wardlow with disrespect and we all know Wardlow could whoop his ass on any day of the week and Wardlow sits there and he's like, Okay, I'll take this one. And he goes, stands in the corner and he just waits and he takes a little bit extra time when Pillman eventually uh, starts taking out and M- starts taking on MJF. Wardlow looks at him and he has to pull him off. And you're like, yeah, Wardlow, get it. Because of the behavior he displayed that we all see on social media, on the news or whatever in real life. That's the kind of shit that you want to see MJF get his ass beat for. When he's when he takes me out of the pro wrestling thing in the same way Caster took me out of the pro wrestling thing when he was doing his lazy ass rap that got him taken off TV and dark and elevation for a little while is uh, calling Cincinnati a dumpster fire, which is like an ages old thing. And he even referenced that. He said, oh, they're going to say that I'm, oh, Pulse hit us up. What's oh, up, thank Pulse? Thank you so much. Shout out to Deadlock, best pro wrestling podcast there is. Uh, so he... He talks shit about Cincinnati, which is okay. That's that's fine. That's, standard that's, pro wrestling that's a standard thing. trope for heels to do. Yes, it was relatively funny calling everything mid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
But then when he starts laying into the, the, the Pillman stuff, which I'm sure everybody cleared. But, you know, Pillman comes out and he sort of defends himself and he talks up Cincinnati, he says, you know, we're a bunch of badasses. Mm-hmm. My dad's from here. Mox is from here. He comes in there and he refers to his mom as Methany. And it's like, oh, dude. And he says, you know, your mom should have swallowed and she should have aborted you. And it's like, come on, man. Yeah. Like that in itself just sort of takes me out of it. And it kind of makes me cringe a little bit. The other stuff with Wardlow was really, really good. Yeah. That stuff is stuff that you see every day in life that you want somebody to get beat up over. You don't see people walking around necessarily talking like that because people generally aren't that clever anyways. But like just people being dicks in general happens and you see it and it's like, oh, my God, I want to see this person get his ass kicked. So that's my take on this MJF. Yeah. Yeah. No. And and, and, and I I agree completely. It's it's like, yeah. It's 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 seemingly as a bit of a, a, a lazy approach to get heat heat. It's the obvious stuff, mm-hmm. and yeah, he might have a take on it that that is not as obvious as it could be. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean the overall idea is not obvious, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, and and it's 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 done just to the shock and to get people talking. And I don't know. I agree with you. I think the the stuff with Wardlow was by far the best aspect of this whole segment. Yeah. You know, yeah. because as you mentioned, it's about entitled behavior where he goes, gets on Wardlow's like, oh, you got to help me like you did on Sunday. Go stay in the corner. You know? Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Because that the, the real tension lies there. Yes. You know, it's like, oh, man, that dude's going to whoop his ass. And here's the thing, too. Like, if you're going to go through all this, why don't why not have the match tonight? In no, Cincinnati. the Pillman stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that, you know what? That's actually because Pillman's not going to because Pillman's not going to win in his hometown. They couldn't have that. It yeah, I understand that. Who's to say you have to have a finish, you know, like I that's a feel good like, point. That's a good point. Yeah. Like even in the end. Pillman didn't get the upper hand on, on MJF at all. Mm-hmm. Even without a match. Yeah. You know, like yeah. like Pillman has to go and, and cover up Griff. Mm-hmm. So Griff doesn't get another shot with the diamond ring. Like even his hometown, Pillman couldn't like have any sort of stand tall. Like send MJF out of the ring or something. I understand Zoe Pillman's going to lose yeah. a match, but let him have some sort of stand tall moment. Yeah. Zoe Canrana here says, I know it was obvious, but it got heat. It would have been odd if he didn't say something about Pillman. I don't disagree with that. But here's the thing. MJF is incredibly clever. He can't be he's yeah. a very clever person. And I feel be. like there is a smart way to address that. There's a way to give it a sort of a wink and a nudge as opposed to beating you over the head with it. Exactly. With the obvious. Exactly. So um, that's my take on it. I think MJF is, is terrific. I think he's incredibly clever, especially at his age. He's frighteningly smart. Yeah. Um, but like the real good stuff is the stuff that he does that you see in real life that makes you want to beat his ass. Exactly. And like, you know, all this, all all the the kind of shocking stuff he says is, is, as you said, it's the stuff that kind of takes you out of the illusion that they are really trying to to create that. Oh, I want to see this guy get beat up. Mm -hmm, Whereas the stuff with Wardlow, you know, enhances that illusion. 
you know, yeah. of the character yeah. of MJF. Yeah. Whereas all the all the shocking stuff he says, I'm like, all right, yeah. This, this it's is, like it just reminds me that it's sports entertainment or that know, it's pro wrestling. You know, know, it just reminds me of that. Whereas he can do stuff to keep me in the moment. Exactly. That's just my opinion. I'm sure we'll get shit for that in the comments. Uh, well, hey, that, Steve, uh, so, yeah, I agree with you. Hey, man. Thanks, dude. Appreciate it. Uh, so anyways, uh, so all this stuff goes down with the, with Pillman and, and, and the shit talking and stuff. Uh, Wardlow uh, Pillman ends up attacking MJF when he goes too far. Uh, Wardlow finally he sort of looks back and he's like oh look MJF's getting his ass kicked but then he goes and he takes out Pillman Griff comes down to make the save Wardlow takes him out too holds up Griff so that uh, MJF could hit him with the ring we follow up with Varsity Blondes a little bit later but first we had a quick video recap of Mox versus Suzuki Mm -hmm. and we had Jamie Hayter versus Ruby Soho yes that was next Uh, Hayter has the advantage early on uh, the ringside she someone has like a rancid like with the album cover, like it was Ruby Soho signed. It was looked like they put some work. It's in pretty it. neat. Yeah, she totally. Ripped it up and then throws it at Ruby and then belly to backs her on the apron. Um, there was a, a moment in this in this match where I was like, oh gosh, please no one get hurt. It's when Ruby was up in the electric chair position, and I'm not sure if she was trying to do like a, a Rana or something, but Hater just like lands right sort in of her face. just just sort of collapsed. Yeah, and after that, I was kind of worried for Hater because she did seem like she had her bell rung at, um, yeah. at that point. And then she um, kind of muscles Ruby down for a neck break. I don't know if it was to kind of reset things or what exactly, but even that looked like it was, it was like maybe the timing was off. Communication was off. Who knows? Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then they sort of just went to the finish from there. Um, Ruby got her finish off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and then after the match, uh, hater rebel and Brit all attack Ruby. Rio comes down for the save. She gets taken out. Statlander makes a save with a chair. Uh, when Brit is about to hit a stomp, on Ruby on the belt mm. uh, that gets uh, that gets saved by uh, Chris Statlander. Yep, with the chair of her own. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get the aforementioned Brian Cage Ricky Starks video package. Uh, Cage, he's like, I just want a match. Come on, give me a match, dude. Give me a match. Just want a match, please, match. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, give me a match. Give me a shot. Give and me a shot. Starks says it's one of those promos where they're kind of answering each other, even though they're not in the same room. Stark says, hey, you'll find out why they call me absolute Ricky Starks. So maybe that match is happening sometime soon. AEW is sort of pioneering uh, new ways of doing promos. You have like this pre-film stuff, and yet they're responding to each other. It's It's great. It's it's pretty. It's something else. After that, we have Pinnacle members FTR and Sean Spears taking on Dark Order members John Silver and then Stu Grayson, Evil Uno. So Grayson and and Uno are uh, like one part of Dark Order. There's a bit of a, a split in the Dark Order. So you got Grayson and Uno who mm-hmm. believe, hands off, let Paige do his thing. Yeah. And that you saw that when Paige got beat down, the Dark Order came out. It was it was Uno and Grayson. They're like, let it happen. He mm-hmm. wants to he wants he wants to be on his own. Whereas John Silver and some other members who are like, No, we gotta help him. So now there's a split within the Dark Order along those lines. Uh, and early on it seemed like they were working well together, but before the match uh, there's an interview which pr- pretty much instantly breaks down to arguing. Anna Jay steps in and says, I'm tired of this. We're family. You guys got to work this out. Yeah. So yeah. early on, they're working well together. However, that falls apart predictably. Uh, at one point, uh, John Silver is sent into Evil Uno, who's on the apron. They knock heads. It knocks uh, Uno off the apron. Uh, Dax hits a slingshot suplex on Silver, and then Spears follows with a C4 to get the win. Afterwards, Uno gets in the ring, gets in Silver's face. Silver pushes Uno, 
and then Stu lays into Silver. Five then starts brawling with Stu, and Ten's there trying to keep the peace. And then Anna Jay and Ty Conti walked the ramp, and Anna Jay just had the most disappointed look on her face. <laughs> it was just yeah. disappointment. Yeah, man. Yeah. And then like she takes a, a step towards a step step towards the ring, and Ty holds her back. Ty's like, "Come on, there! It's just an absolute disaster." Now, they all they also have their own stuff going on, as we saw right after that. Yeah. We had a video promo with Jade. I'm sorry, with uh, uh, Anna Jay and Ty Conti. They're talking about feuding with Jade and Nyla Rose, and they had some responses of their own. Well, it was it was it was like an overall video package of uh, fallout from the Casino Battle Royale because it was it was Ty and Anna Jay talking about feuding with Bunny and Penelope Ford. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And but then it then, was just yeah. Jade saying, or it was Mark Sterling saying that Jade was dominant, and Jade was like, yeah. yeah. And then Nyla was like. I'm dominant too, and then Thunder Rosa is like, I'm heartbroken, but I'm not giving up. Yeah, they're all they're all making their case for why they lost. Um, this is a funny uh, comment here. Project CMR says, "So cool of Taz living out the CM Punk Road to WrestleMania story from SmackDown <laughs> versus Raw 2009." That's good stuff. Uh, so this this was a weird interview. So Tully Blanchard has an interview. <laughs> he was saying, "So the Pinnacle was three men out there just demolished the other team." And then you look at Sting and Darby, but what we just watched out there was leadership. Says Sting tries to capitalize off somebody else like he's done his whole career. He says, Tony Khan, book Sean Spears versus Darby Allen. Then it's going to be me and you, Sting, one more time. I think he means that he's going to corner them, and they're by proxy, th- that's going to be the match. But I really hope that they're going to book Tully versus Sting. I don't really want to see that. I don't Not really, really see that. know. Although I don't they might surprise us. Tully's in there taking pile drivers and shit. Yeah. That'd be rad. Not the same as a match. I mean, I understand it wouldn't be very long. It'd probably be I mean, Dude, Scorpion I mean, think about it, man. One, two, three. You got right now you got the ability to book Sting versus Jake Roberts versus Arn Anderson versus Tully. That's killer. That's a four-way for the ages. You know, right it's, you're starting to get into uh, gimmick battle royal from WrestleMania 17 territory there. There's that. There's also, God, which uh, was like Bash of the Beach. They did like a Legends match. It was like they like li- yes. literally put it in black and white. Yes, I remember that. It was like Wahoo McDaniel yep. was in it. Yep. <laughs> I think they were probably 10 years younger than these guys are. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh man, yeah, that's great. Just hey, just give these old dudes the mic and just let them say whatever. Start booking matches for themselves. I guess so. Uh, we got the Varsity Blondes interview you mentioned earlier, where they're in the trainers' room. Pillman's upset, understandably. He said he went to Tony Khan, got a match against MJF at the Arthur Ashe Stadium show on the twenty second. The acclaimed walk in, hand Pillman flowers, and Caster says, "Well, you know what? I politicked with Khan myself. I got a match against you, Pillman." Friday on Rampage. You know, it sounds like a like a elevation uh, main event, but okay. Uh, the elite come out then. The elite minus Adam Cole. Yeah. Uh, 
Tony had the mic, and Kyle's takes it away from him pretty quickly. Well, first of all, I got to shout out Kenny's awesome blazer, and then the matching Jordan ones, the yellow and black. Everybody's got Amazing. the Jordan ones, man. Amazing. Yeah, dude, they're great. Uh, what was Callis wearing? I know he had that powder blue uh, suit, I but he had powder, some powder blue, blue shoes as yeah, well. Yeah, I couldn't tell what the shoes those were. They were something mm-hmm. else, though. They yeah. looked almost futuristic. Yeah, they look great. Uh, so anyways, he gets the mic. He mentions, of course, PWI Top 500, Kenny mm-hmm. Omega being number one. Says it all out. It was all about the elite Kenny proving why he's the greatest wrestler ever. And it was all about the Young Bucks providing the greatest tag match in history. The belts were stolen, but don't worry. We have a plan. Uh, he gives uh, the the mic over to Nick, who has, yeah, he's got, what is this called right here? The bridge between the nose here? Because it was here. And I thought this is like a very specific, Oh, the, this the, has like a name. Is your septum. Is this the septum right here? I okay. so. It's like septum to ear chain. Yeah. Pierced. It's It was amazing. And he says, uh, you know what? We've got our best friend back, Adam Cole. And Adam Cole comes out, gets up on the apron, does this. But he does this. He does the boom between booms. But he doesn't, he say, doesn't boom. say boom. No boom. He just smiles. The crowd says boom. He gets in there and uh, does the Adam Cole baby thing. And he says, who's ready for story time with Adam Cole? Seems like he's going to be, you know, face Adam Cole. We're all going to be on board with this. And he stops turns around, looks at Tony Schiavone, walks up to him, says, you know, I know you're really close with Britt Baker, but I swear to God, if you even look at her the wrong way, I will slap those glasses off your face. Get out of our ring now, nerd. Go on, nerd. Get out of here, you nerd. (laughs) He kept on calling him a nerd. And Tony was going so slow. I know. He was upset. Great. He, was was, he seemed upset. He seemed he seemed like he wanted to throw. Yeah, he did, which is great. So then uh, Adam Cole's promo is kind of a bit redundant after that. Uh, he says, uh, AEW's greatest wrestling company in the world is because of the elite. He says, this ring, those ropes, that stage, all your tickets, that's because of the elite. He says, I may be new to AEW, but I've been elite for a very long time, nearly 14 years. I've main evented one titles and shown that I'm a once-in-a-generation wrestler, and now I'm with the very best. He says, the Young Bucks, greatest tag team ever. Kenny Omega, once-in-a-lifetime wrestler. And, of course, the Elite has Adam Cole. Says we should be thanking Kenny and the Young Bucks because now the Elite is complete. And if you don't believe him, just wait. I'll, uh, I'll make my in-ring debut. And after I prove to the world how good I am, you'll see how elite he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny gets on the mic and says, that's a cause for celebration. And as much as I'd love to celebrate with you, I despise one thing, interruptions. We were so unceremoniously interrupted last week. Brian Danielson again. So Kenny calls for the music to be cut. And he says, he's like, guys, guys, can I have the room, please? And they all leave the ring. And he says, hey, Brian, step into the squared circle. You're just the guy I want to speak with. Brian snatches the mic from Kenny. says, quick question. Do you guys want to see me fight Kenny Omega? And uh, they're all cheering, of course. Yes, yes, yes. He doesn't do that, but they do it. And uh, Kenny, off mic, says it doesn't work like that. And he, Brian reiterates. He said it doesn't work like that here. He says, you're the greatest wrestler that ever lived. I think you're afraid to take this match because you know that I'm better than you. I'll kick your head in. You're not on my level. Kenny takes off his jacket. Kenny attacks, but Brian immediately is able to take him down, put him in an arm bar. Kenny starts tapping out the elite attack. Jurassic Express, Christian attack, Kazarian comes in, they all make the save. Cutler finds himself in the middle of them all after they've already 
uh, got rid of the elite. And uh, uh, Brian gives him an E plus. They throw him out. Uh, and uh, yeah, it, it was good stuff. Um, I, we mentioned this during the pre-show, but I want to bring it up here. Daniel Bryan. I'm sorry, Brian Danielson. I have to work on that. Same. Brian Danielson does not seem like the happy-go-lucky person he was in the WWE. He doesn't all. He doesn't seem like the the cartoonishly villainous guy that he was when he was Captain Planet. This is like this is what American we see Dragon. in NXT, in NXT. Daniel Bryan in like 2017, 2018. He's badass, Brian Danielson. Yeah, he is. He is like he's got that edge to him. It all started all out when he was like saying, "Let's fucking go." You know, he's dropping the f bombs. Um, and then even in the media scrum as well, mm-hmm. he was saying, "CM Punk can be here to teach the young guys. I'm here to kick people's heads in." And it's in his face. It's in his his look. He's got that look that's just different he's from to, WWE. He's there to throw hands, man. He is. It's amazing. Um, yeah, this is this is this is really. I'm really excited about this stuff. I think Same. whatever, whenever this match is going to happen, and this is why I'm, man. I mean, him and Kenny. This has got to be the match next, right? The next big pay per view match. I would right? think so. It'd be full gear. So yeah. What are the odds that Brian wins this? Wins the title? I'd be pretty surprised. I'd be pretty surprised too, but not 2% botch surprised. Tony Khan knows the value of having a name and especially a guy who just main evented WrestleMania. He does at the same time, they've invested a lot in building up Hangman Page. And I think a portion of their audience would be upset if he got shoved to the side because they brought in a, uh, uh, somebody else. I almost said a WWE guy. They brought in somebody else to take his spot. Because Do you can tell see, stories. Let me, let me ask you something. Hold on, let me finish this. Uh, you could tell a lot of really good stories with Daniel Bryan that don't involve the title. He doesn't need to have the title. He doesn't. He doesn't need to win all his matches either. I feel I feel like early on Phil needs to win his matches because he needs to essentially prove that he could still do this. You know, Daniel Bryan overest- doesn't do, do that. Do, do we overestimate how much they have invested in Hangman Page? Do we overestimate? Yeah, I don't think so. He spent a lot of time hanging out backstage with the Dark Order, doing a lot of nothing. He spent, I know. and then he spent like and then as three soon as he came out to confront Taz, and as soon as he came out to confront Kenny, the Roof blew off the place. Does he need the title? Page, yeah. I think that culminates the story with Kenny. He needs to beat Kenny for the belt. All right. Maybe. I think it does. I think it does. Maybe. I think you're probably right. But these are questions I like to ask. Maybe. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. What if it's like a three-year-long story? Maggie what says, uh, I'm not going to lie. Uh, oh, shoot, I lost. I'll be thoroughly heartbroken if Hangman isn't the one to take the title off Kenny. And there's other people here in chat that, that kind of echo those sentiments. Yeah, I know. I know. I probably would be too. I probably would be too. But maybe they're telling a much longer story. I don't know. Oh, man. Anyways, anyways. Uh, let's go ahead and answer some questions. Well, we forget about the main event, Minoru Suzuki versus John Moxley. <laughs> yeah, I was cutting it off like they cut off Kazunin RA. Well, it's obvious the show went long somewhere else because this match didn't really get underway till like, I don't know, quarter till the hour. 
Yeah. That's when Suzuki was beginning his entrance. So he made it down yeah. the ring. He's on the apron. They cut off Kaze Ninare before it gets to the chorus. Everybody can sing along mm-hmm. because they have to get the show going. Disappointing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. Mox comes down. Matt starts. What you expect from these guys? They beat the hell out of each other for about 10 minutes. Uh, Suzuki, by the end, was bleeding a ton from over his eye. Uh, it took a couple of paradigm shifts, but Mox eventually got the win. Then he goes up to the crowd to celebrate with his hometown fans. Yeah, it was good stuff. That was good stuff. Yeah, it was fun. They 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 made a ten minute match pretty enjoyable. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. can't complain. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, let's see here. I've got a thread. We've got some new. We had actually. We got a, a poll. New. We got a poll here in chat. Does it have to be Hangman? Absolutely, eighty six percent. Not really, fourteen percent. All right. It's the story they're telling, and I. I'm not saying it's not. No, yeah, I'm not saying it's not. I'm I'm just just, asking the questions. As we've seen so far in AEW, when they bring in free agents, huge names even, they don't hot shot them generally right to the belt, you know? Yeah, Tony Khan has said they need to be ranked, but I mean, a guy who just main evented WrestleMania is kind of a difference too. Yeah, that's one thing for him to get maybe a title match, but I don't don't feel like he's going to win. Don't feel like he's going to win. Let's see here. We got a couple new patrons. Kieran Hughes, Superlicious. Thank you just from today. Thank you very much thank for your you support. So we thank appreciate you, thank it. You, thank you. Uh, Jeremiah P with a sub here. Thank you. Uh, oh, good question from favorite customer. Which will happen first? Punk losing a match or Wardlow turning face? I think it's Wardlow turning face because I feel like that could potentially happen within the next six months. Uh, Punk losing or Wardlow? Oh, yeah. I think it's probably, probably Wardlow. Mm-hmm. Probably Wardlow. Uh, let's see here. The Yellow Flash asks, what other New Japan wrestlers should Moxley take on next? I mean, it's got to all build to Tanahashi. Yeah, it should um, be Tanahashi. It'd be cool if uh, the Gorillas of Destiny showed up in AEW. That'd be awesome. be cool if Jay yeah. White did. I understand maybe this taping, how Impact tape stuff, where they have bulk tapings, and then he could be there for a week or so, get three months of TV in. And then, you know, go back to Japan and, and do stuff there is probably more advantageous for him and his schedule mm-hmm. um, than being in, in AEW on a weekly basis, even for a month. I don't know if that was what I want to see. What? Mox versus Kota Ibushi in AEW. And you just see Kota and Kenny cross paths mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. again like that. They did that one time. That'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah. Dr. Lipkin, if you did in-person pay-per-view, watch alongs and reviews, that would be dandy. Some of my favorite going and raw moments are you guys reacting to things in person. That would be cool. It's just make it a little tougher to keep doing them with the enforcer. You know? I love doing pay-per-views the way we're doing them. Same here. I do <laughs> I too. Just, I, I, I think our reactions are better. I think... I don't know. I mean, look, I understand. I totally get it. I get it. And I would like to, to talk to you in private about uh, arranging perhaps a weekly thing we're able to do a show in person. Um, but and, I mean, I get it. I know the pay. maybe one day if we go down to Los Angeles mm-hmm. uh, and, and I'll sit on a couch with the enforcer. Um, but I don't know. I just think I'm when I'm here, like in front of my mom, I just I'm like more relaxed a little same, bit. Same. As certainly, as certainly when we're doing this on a regular basis, like yeah. these recaps at eight forty nine at night, uh, I just, I'm more comfortable and I feel like I'm funnier. I'm more entertaining. Yeah. Um, I like pay-per-view stuff. I want to go get water. I get water. If I want to get a beer, I get a beer. If I want to get stacked. I don't have I to worry snacks. about a bunch of wires in my way getting exactly. up. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I prefer it this way. This is probably going to be the way it's going to be. Um, so, yeah. But, no, I would like to do more stuff. 
uh, uh, you and I. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about. It. We'll make something happen. IML Punk joked about needing a to find a tag partner for some of the matches he wants to have, other than the obvious Darby. Who are some partners you'd like to see Punk team up with? He mentioned Brian Danielson too. He take them taking on the Young Bucks. I think that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brian Danielson seems to have no concern about doing that though. <laughs> he's, I love. I love that he's like, "Fuck you, Dan- Brian Danielson." Now you know. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, mm-hmm. Moses Opposa says, who gets their first singles loss? Adam Cole, CM Punk, or Daniel, or Brian Danielson? Sorry, uh, Who gets their first singles loss? Cole, Punk, or uh, uh, Brian? I if I kind of agree with what you're saying. It's Danielson. It's got to be Danielson, right? Yeah. So he'll he'll have his match against Kenny. It'll be awesome. It'll be, probably be fantastic. He'll lose, and then he'll start putting wins together. And it, they can make a story out of it. You know, he showed up, stepped to who, you know, PWI number one, person who claimed to be the best in the world. He just comes up short, probably because of interference from the elite, you know, and then down the line, they can have a rematch when, when Kenny's not champ. Brian could beat him then. And maybe if they decide to put the belt on Brian at some point, that could catapult him up to the, the title scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, David Matushek, after knowing that Cody, it is, I mean, it's a smart thing because he really is. I mean, he really does have a claim to be best in the world, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, he did get stacked. Uh, David Matushek, after knowing that Cody versus Malachi Black is in New York, do you think that if the former wins, if Cody wins, the crowd will truly make their feelings known, especially considering that on Dark, when Max Caster returned, he plugged Cody's show and the booze rang down? Yeah, I, I still think it all depends on the crowd. I have no idea what that type of crowd is going to be like in New York because New York is obviously a very diverse place. I'm not sure which, you know, is it going to be like, uh, you know, like when ECW would go to New York or something like that. You know, is it going to be that kind of crowd or is it going to be yeah, who knows? a crowd more friendly to Cody? Because people, plenty of people still like Cody. Yeah, I know it's true. weird. It's yeah, weird. It is, but there's people, yeah, people like Cody. They like Cody. Many people like Cody. Like Cody. Uh, Wizarder Smokes is my opinion MJF's promo went beyond Max Caster's rap I suffer from personality disorder and have 15 years clean from narcotics not cool to crap on both I wasn't offended still love MJF but I think he needs the same classes Caster had to take yeah yeah uh, Eddie Brock's Venom says how difficult will it be for Daniel Bryan not to do yes fingers he seems to have no problem not doing it because mm-hmm. I think he's in a different character mindset. I think so too. I think he's out there to kill people and doing this stuff just ain't that doesn't fit in with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he'll let the other people do it. Totally. Uh, our Lopez Ortiz Hobbs should just have laid out Punk before his match instead of ta- uh, Taz interrupting Punk. Yeah, when especially when Punk was going up the ramp and Team Taz was just standing there, Hobbs and Hook were there. Mm-hmm. Hobbs should have mm-hmm. done something. At least made a move. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. Dean fish. Do we think Adam Cole dethrones the TNT champion? No, I don't think, I think the elite, I think they've got the main title right now. And that's kind of all they need as a collective group. Um, once Kenny loses the title, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe that's the way they kick. Yeah, boy, I don't know. Hangman wins the title. They jump Kenny out of the group. Cole takes over as leader. That's mm-hmm. a possibility. Yeah, that's a distinct possibility. That's a possibility. Yeah. Uh, Dan Daniels 
to you. What are some ways promos can be edgy but not go too far, or is that possible and not worth doing? Sorry for how the question is worded. No, I think you can be edgy. You just have to be smart about it. You know, I think you can actually say stuff that's biting. You know, I mean, people gasped when when CM Punk said, you know, uh, this company's gonna be better off when Vince is dead. <laughs> you know, it's like that. It's, and I know that that could be considered crass as well. But it's like Vince McMahon is this like you know invincible multi billionaire or whatever he is. Um, so. You know, I don't know. I, I think there's a way to do it. You just got to be smarter. I don't have like a specific example of how we could yeah, have done I mean, it. In general, yeah, it's it's <clears throat> you know, as you said, there's a way to do it. Just be smarter about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Wizard of Smoke power rank the theme songs from All Out: Cult of Personality, Ruby Soho, uh, Daniel Bryan's uh, new remix song, Adam Cole's new song, and as a wild card, the Lucha Brothers live version. Okay. I'm going to go with exact. Uh, okay. For me, it'd be uh, Cult of Personality number one. Yeah. That's just a Agreed. killer song. I mean, I got, I, you got to put Rancid too. Adam, I would put Adam Cole's new song next and then Daniel Bryan's and then okay. Lucha Brothers. Uh, I don't disagree. I might switch Daniel Bryan and, and Lucha Brothers. I need to listen to Lucha Brother once again. Lucha Brothers. Yeah, again. that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, D Hayes, who is the first person from New Japan Brian Danielson fights? Zack Saber Jr. Give it to me. Oh man, just Please. do that match. Do Please. that match. Please. Do that match. Please. Yeah, that'd Please. be a good one. That'd be a good one. You know what I say? First one is Yano, but comedy Yano, not killer Yano that we just saw. Yeah, comedy Yano back. Yeah, Brian Danielson could do comedy matches. Oh man, it'd be great. Um, let's see here. Uh, Mondo says, since the forbidden door to new Japan is open, do you think we'll ever get Okada versus Omega five in AEW? I'm not going to say no entirely, but I would have a hard time believing that new Japan would be like, yeah, we'll give you such a marquee match at another promotion. You know, I think if it, I, it, it's sort of a race between how much collaboration, <clears throat> For me, I think it's a race between their collaborative relationship progressing and Kenny's retirement because he's beat up. He is, he is beat up. I will say this in, in terms of, a, of an AEW show, I'd be somewhat pessimistic if they do like a super card, a joint super card, mm-hmm. then it, it's, it's entirely a possibility. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, you know. I think that's probably that's a possibility for 2022 or whenever COVID's like you know makes travel restrictions ease up. Man, my sister and her husband had a hell of a time getting back oh, from yeah. Scotland. Yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 a mess trying to travel apparently internationally. But uh, I think that it's a possibility. I think it's a possibility. But I do think Kenny is you know he's on a run right now that's absolutely crazy, and you got to think he's at least going to take some time off. Hopefully yeah. he's the kind of guy who's going to wrestle into his sixties, but man, yeah, I mean he has to change up his style quite a bit, <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, Thomas Dunnigan, could Punk storyline be going through Team Taz to win the FTW title? I probably not. I think probably not. I don't know who'd look at that title and be like, "Oh, that's prestigious." Yeah, <laughs> I want Team Taz. I want Taz's uh, uh, you know memorabilia from, uh, his, from his, his from old his attic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. 
Uh, oh, here we go. This is a great one. We'll end on this one. Steve Klein, who has who has had the better return, Edge or Christian? I mean, it's Edge. He made a made event at WrestleMania. Okay, but how about this? Although Christian actually won a title, so. Weighted against expectations. It's got to be Christian, right? Yeah. No one, no one expected him to come back. <laughs> Nobody expected that shit. I mean, even even if, if you found out, oh, Christian's coming back just to wrestling, I would not have thought he'd come back, have such a prominent role in AEW. Uh, be the Impact win, Champion. Win the Impact Champion with a rejuvenated Impact. You know, Edge, I kind of figured that he'd do, he's doing what, he, what he's yeah. doing. Yeah. Against expectations, it's, it's probably Christian. It is Christian. There you go. Hall of Famer. Another, another entry in his Hall of Fame resume. And if you want to find out why I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, check out youtube.com forward slash WrestleJuice. It's my solo gig. And today my video is labeled, Why Steve is Not a Christian Cage Fan. Thanks for watching, everybody. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.